Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast. We are back after a two-week just hiatus holiday a two-week yeah. holiday a two-week um well the first week intermission was, was prep for the holiday right but we're back after two weeks of taking a break thank you so much for i know you waited with bated breath i know that bated you were going like breath. it's been two fridays i haven't had my weekend catch up i need to know isaac and Bree's dumb takes on everything <laughs> Honestly, so we're back there baby. are some podcasts that i watch and i have that level of really like, irritation when it a podcast doesn't drop or if they redo an old episode that drives me nuts oh shoot so you like do have that loyal like following for podcasts yeah for a few that's actually kind of cool maybe for the next time we go out of town we can replay an old episode oh i like that yeah, yeah. just reschedule an old ep yeah like one of our first episodes that we started co-hosting together mm-hmm. that'd actually be kind of fun let's do that the next time because we're we're gonna go back out in july okay let's so, do that yeah Before we jump into our episode this week, we've got some things to go over, including our weeks in pop culture. Oh, crap. I forgot one. Uh, You can just kind of discuss (laughs) mine with me. Do you want to do that? Uh, I can probably come up with something by the end of yours. Okay. (laughs) Because I don't like yours. Oh, I can talk about that zombie thing. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about Loki. Okay, I'm talking about that zombie thing then. About the zombie thing. There you yeah. go. Yeah, okay. So my week in pop culture is Loki. As I said, the Loki TV show is on the Disney Plus streaming network. And it's boring. I completely disagree. <laughs> I'm not shocked that we feel completely the opposite of this because we're the most opposite people that could ever be coupled together. Yep. But I absolutely loved it. I think that Tom Huddleston and Owen Wilson. Hiddleston? Hiddleston? Huddleston? I think it's Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson are a really cool dynamic duo. I think that's kind of a fun partnership that I see I budding. I like Owen Wilson, yeah. I haven't seen... Apparently, there's a second episode out that I haven't seen yet that I need to go ahead and watch. It um, is Hiddleston. Hiddleston. I'm, su- I'm surprised. In the moment, I was like, I just remembered that guy's name. I've always known him as Loki. Yep. So that's kind of fun that I remembered that. Um, but I have really enjoyed it so far. It's playing around with the concept of like a time police like the timeline police it reminds me of that movie um adjustment bureau and it's it's kind of one of those throwaway like five dollar dvd movies but it's fun like it's a fun movie (laughs) says everyone that worked on Um, the movie (laughs) yeah Um, but this is kind of a cool premise that loki has messed around with the timeline so now he's having to sort of pay his penance for that and he's also hunting himself with Owen Wilson, which is wild. And, and then like himself from another timeline. Himself from another timeline, which is so cool. I'm actually really enjoying it. And it's providing Loki with a little bit more depth rather than just like trickster, ha ha ha, he's evil, like for the sake of being a bad guy. In fact, I've never thought Loki was a bad guy. Really? He always seemed very ambiguous to me. He seemed pretty... He's like, he's like Discord from My Little Pony. He's, he's like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> he seems he's, like he seems he's... middle, like... Chaotic neutral. Chaotic, yeah. He seems yeah. a little chaotic evil in that he wanted the whole planet to worship him. Yeah, so. but it's because he didn't know any better. Okay. He doesn't have any other goals. So that's all he's ever known. So you're a Loki apologist. I I just don't think he's that bad. For someone who doesn't like the show, you're taking Loki's side. Interesting. Do you like the show? I hate it. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. I think it's boring, okay. tired, okay. serious. Okay. All the things I hate. Okay, there you go. If I'm going to look for a t- like serious show, I'm going to watch Hoarders. I'm not going to watch... Oh, gosh. <laughs> Which is a show that you love that I just absolutely can't <laughs> watch ever. Yep. Yeah, I could not... No. Yeah, that's... no, I, I, I don't know. I, it's just... 
it's kind of boring. I I wish they would make like a fun Marvel thing. Okay. Like how Disney has the Bad Batch, which is Star Wars. It's like a fun animated thing. I wish yeah. they would do something fun for once instead of having all these super, super serious superhero things. So it's you want like a new boring. Guardians of the Galaxy situation? Yeah. Those are fun like I want to watch a fun superhero movie. Everything okay. right now is just sad. Okay. All right. That's kind of that's, a bummer. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have a bummer unless it's on purpose. Watching hoarders. You don't want a bummer summer. I get. No. It. Yeah, I get that. I get that fully. So, uh, if you're like me and you are not wanting a, or if you are wanting maybe a bummer summer, I don't even a think it's that summer. bad of a. Sh- I don't think it's that bummer of a show. But Loki is really good if you're kind of in that lane of people who like stuff like that. So that's my week in pop culture. Loki is good. Check it out. So my week in pop culture. Thank you for asking, by the way. Yes. Is um, there's a show on Netflix called Black Summer. And they just came out with a second season. So that's obviously like popped back up on everybody's like feed. I hadn't heard about it before the second season dropped. Uh, I think I have, but just because I watch so many movies. Yeah. And it's kind of a horror genre type deal. So I hate zombies. Yeah. I don't like thinking about the zombie apocalypse. And we were talking about it last night. I just, it makes me so, I cannot, I cannot do survival horror in any way, okay, it just makes me so anxious, especially a TV show. Like, I couldn't do The Walking Dead because, like, I don't know what's going to happen next. I can maybe do a zombie movie, but I have to look up what happens at the end Okay, every time. It just it makes me so nervous. Every time I watch a survival horror thing, I have to know how it ends. And so the fact that it's an active TV show just makes me, like, bonkers anxious. Yeah. So we started watching it, and... <clears throat> it, it just it gets under my skin the way that normal, like super scary other horror genres like they don't get to me. Right. Like I like haunted houses. We will watch horror. the scariest movie I've ever seen, then go right to bed. And I'm like, good night. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> it is just because I think they're fun and like kind of campy, and yeah. I I like that kind of stuff. But then the survival horror, like if you're running from another person or a zombie, it's just no bueno. Oh, and then, <laughs> oh gosh. We watched like three episodes and I was like, this is too much. Brie really was on the edge of the couch watching this show. You really like you. I have not seen you like that during a TV show or a movie. I don't think like hardly ever. No. And honestly, like the the worst part about it is not the zombies. It's like the whole show posits that like. If society were to collapse and crumble, the, you wouldn't have to fear from the zombies. You'd have to fear from other people trying to, like, survive by, like, kicking somebody down. Yeah. So it's just... That- do, I, do I go on my soapbox about that? Yeah, you can go on your soapbox because we've kind of lived through the end of the world and come back. Right, so. right. Um, so I have kind of a problem with the trope in disaster and particularly survival horror movies of the whole like roving band of vagabonds thing. Yeah. Um, Because think about the people who create TV shows. Okay. They are probably most likely narrowed down to like one particular area of California where TV is made. Mm -hmm. It's a writer's room full of people who I would say not all, but full of people who are probably pretty darn self-interested in order to survive in the entertainment industry. So, of course, they're going to be writing a storyline from their perspective as people who have been kind of filtered in by the process of Hollywood, which yeah. kind of only serves very self-interested people, right? You, mm-hmm. you don't really make it into a writer's room, it seems like, unless you kind of do claw your way to the top and become kind of a vagabond in your own way of like putting yourself above others and getting there. Not all, again, but I think that more often than not, that happens. So all of these shows are written by the, by the perspective 
of people who would do that or at least given the right situation they think that they would do it's just i hate like and that's why i didn't like the walking dead either because they always went to a civilization that everybody looks like they're working together but it's actually super bad underneath and everybody's a bad person and it just makes me so like it's such a that it's again bummer summer i just i don't believe people are like that right they're not well i think that people are there are bad people but we I talked don't think about that's this. how the majority of people would be given right. that situation. So right, just ugh, and we've talked gosh, about this. this. Dark. We we just went through a version of the apocalypse, a global right. pandemic that happens once in a lifetime, and hopefully society didn't. Did we get rid of our masks? By the way, immediately. I don't know where our masks are. They're, no, they're somewhere. They're in, the in house. a bucket at the front of the door. Yeah. Like they're... do I do I, put I don't them know. Away? Like I don't do, know. Do we throw them all? I say we just keep them just in case. I well, don't know. You know, you keep it for the flu or something. COVID part two. but Also, we have dust allergies in this that's house. That's true. So. But we did go through a version of the apocalypse this last year, and there was a toilet paper shortage, but society didn't immediately collapse, and everyone kind of made it out. And I posit that the reason and the evidence... We're a little worse for the wear, but it's, you know... Yeah, the evidence that that wouldn't happen for the most part, and humanity would mostly work together and like partner up to survive... Is Come up with fact, a vaccine in a year. Is the fact that we are yeah. here right now, right? Because yeah. humanity didn't just get dropped into Chicago, the city, with all of the buildings already built. Like, nature had to be culled, and wolves had to be fought back. You're <laughs> like, like for, no. Wolves are scarier than zombies, I'm going to say I was to yesterday, and he's like, no, because wolves. Yeah. We survived wolves. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, we made it through the wolf years. <laughs> and I yeah. think that that's evidence that humanity does actually work together for the most part. We got yeah. up and out of the Bronze Age. We were able to do that. We faced worse than zombies, I think. Yeah. And we're still here. So I just think that we're not as close to the downfall of society as shows like that and sort of that negative thing would lead you to believe. Yeah. That being said, it is kind of a bummer element of the show. But as far as the show goes, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. I will say. I Ugh. Zombie things scare me because I'm afraid of running. I know. <laughs> because of cardio. I'm afraid of cardio. I don't like it. I, You know, I like riding my bike, but like if I'm on foot, I'm I'm just screwed. Like, you just I, have a bike. It's okay. Uh, if I'm not on my bike, I'm, I'm, I'm done for. Okay. I yeah. also worry about my pets. I'm like, what would happen to them in that scenario? That's so sweet though. I, that just makes me so nervous. When I watch a supernatural thing, I'm like, you know how you get rid of a demon? You say Jesus's name. Boom. Boom. That's why I'm not afraid of it. I'm like... I can get rid of them with one word. Jesus. No one on the TV show has tried to say Jesus at a zombie yet. Maybe that's the key. Oh, maybe. Huh? Maybe. I can do all things. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's why I'm not afraid of those kind of movies. But yeah. like, if if it, is, if it is a zombie apocalypse, I, I'm just You can't use it. Jesus. You gotta I run. I gotta run. You gotta <laughs> use cardio and I can't do it. I can't do it, Ike. And uh, gosh, I'd have to eat like meat? No. Yeah. It would be difficult. Ugh. Thankfully, like, that's never going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like watching this, it makes me want to get one of, like, one of those straws that you can put directly in the river and just suck it up. And then you get the... Uh, I just hate it. Watching hate this show it. is going to turn you into like a prepper. A prepper. I hope not. Like, I'm going to look for like the survival seed packets oh on Etsy. Gosh. No. But we haven't really even talked about specifically what's cool about the show is that... It oh, yeah. Does, Tell us what's good about it. It does perspective shifts often. So it doesn't have you stick too long with like one group of people you can tell that and the kind groups of, mix around yeah yeah you can tell that the show is kind of narrowing down 
Like it's paring down who yeah, it wants it you is. to focus on. Big time. But it does start you out giving a bajillion different perspectives about mm-hmm. how different people would handle this crazy event. And I actually really appreciate that because not everyone is going to immediately become like a commando survival expert, right? Like there's going to be people who like don't me. handle it right. There's going to be people, not like Bree, who don't handle it well from the jump and then it plays out accordingly. And I think that's the cool thing that a show offers is that it can kind of give you 15 minutes to watch someone like make one bad decision after another mm. and then close their loop at the end, right? Yeah. Whereas a movie, you kind of have to like tell a bunch of different stories all at once very quickly. Yeah. This kind of takes its time a little bit to set up the world, which is I'm cool. sorry. Okay, get down then. Our cat is trying to chime in on the show too. I know. She's she's very interested. Well, then move. <laughs> then move if you're going to be mean. But yeah, okay. it's called Black Summer. It's obviously not a show for the kiddos. It's a zombie oh, yeah. horror TV show, but... I've been enjoying it. Bree's been tolerating it. <laughs> kind of in the way that I tolerate hoarders. So. What? Kind of in the way that I tolerate hoarders. So. I, I love hoarders. I don't know why. <laughs> Fascinating. Let's jump into topic number one. This is absolutely wild. We're going to talk it's about... Sad. The, it's sad. We need sad. to talk about the sad thing. because It's, I it's think just one unreal. Person, well, I think one person died. Yeah, so... It's not just like fun. No, it's not fun at all. I, I said okay. wild in that I cannot fathom that this happened. Um... This is from BuzzFeed News. At least one person is dead after a part of a 12-story condo in Florida suddenly collapsed. The foundation was somehow undermined and the whole thing came down, the uh, mayor of Surfside, Charles Bucket, said. It Char- looks- Wait, his name is Charles Bucket? His name is Charlie Bucket. Oh. Yes, Willy Wonka. Yes. That is insane. It okay, is. sorry. That's <laughs> You're like, it's a serious story. His name's Charlie Bucket. <laughs> That's, well, okay, just saying. It's kind of interesting. So um, emergency crews are still working as of today uh, to get a search and rescue operation underway. Uh, this was the Cham- the Champlain Tower South, a 12-story building with 136 apartment units. 55 of those collapsed, uh, the Miami-Dade Chief Ray Jadala said in a press conference. Videos show the side of a building collapsing into large piles of wreckage. They're saying, you know, obviously they're going to do everything that they can do to get people out and look for survivors. Uh, basically, this happened approximately at 1.30 a.m. on um, in the morning. Like so, this morning? No, I, I think that it was either this morning or Wednesday morning. It seems Golly, just, it was very recent as of this recording. No, and guys, it looks like a chunk of the, it looks like someone tried to cut it with a cake. Like, yeah, it, it reminds fell me of, down. It reminds you of the footage and the, like, pictures Prisoner of the, Prisoner of Azkaban? No, of the OKC bombing. Like, the, oh, the Oklahoma. Yeah, like, the, just the side of the building is gone. Well, like, that's not what no, I thought of. I thought of in um, one of the Harry Potter movies, the sixth one. The Half-Blood Prince. Okay. Where they, like, half of Azkaban just falls off just gets like bombed by the dementors yeah i mean so everybody like yeah they're all of that being said however you phrase (sighs) it it looks like a bomb detonated and i have no idea they they evacuated the building um and i think there's still like 40 something people that aren't accounted for man so oh gosh it's just kind of a nightmare they brought in the dogs the puppers haven't found anybody yet which i i listen to a lot of true crime stuff i've never heard of a dog finding anybody I think they do. I think they do. I just never heard of it. But, yeah. um, and then they evacuated the building right next to it because they just don't know what's going to happen. Right. So it's crazy. But craziest part of this, kind of a funny thing. There are three listings, like real estate listings in the, in the tower yeah. that fell that are oh active. Gosh. 
Oh, gosh. Can you imagine being that listing agent? Well, I was thinking about, so Bree is a real estate agent, and I was thinking about how you deal with building inspections all the time. Yeah, right? What is going through your head if you're like a building inspector or something, and you signed off on like the last checkup? Well, that's checkup? the thing. Like, like what? The, it, I mean, inspections are like visual inspections. You right. don't go in and like find out what happened during the construction of the building. Like none right. of that. You don't do that. You have like a checklist of like very obvious things that they can test for. And yeah. that's it. Like the drywall. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they'll test an outlet. They'll see if there's water damage, that kind of stuff. But as far as like structural things, you don't know sometimes. Yeah. Like, like the foundation of this big apartment building, you would think. It was a foundational problem. Like it's hard to find that out. And it's weird because I would imagine a, a, like how many stories, 12 stories. It's yeah. not, it's like probably on solid flat ground. Yeah. So I can't imagine what kind of structural problem there would be. Yeah. And this is just as that's kind of the Crazy. speculation right now. We still really don't know the exact cause of it. So yeah. they're, they're thinking that. they're thinking so far it's like a foundational tectonic shift or something like that. I, that's the only thing I can think of. Unless but, like the the slab cracked under it or something crazy. Yeah. It's but anyway, wild. Obviously praying for everyone involved in this from the EMTs to the people who are doing the search and rescue and all of the people who are missing. I hope they're just out at Publix or something. That like, would be great gosh, if they just, would. They like they went to the Super Target and then they came back. Tell me yeah. that they're all not in that wreckage. It's mm. so bad. But and it it falls into the Florida thing where nothing good happens in Florida, guys. That's just it's the wildest. Nothing it's good. just it's nothing absolutely good. unreal. So oh man. Yeah. So in keeping with things that are just bizarre and a little bit on the sadder end, don't on worry, the by the way, side, yeah. we're going to end on a, on a fun note this episode. We will end on a fun note. Uh, yeah. Britney Spears has actually come out about the conservatorship You remember us talking about this. We've, We've talked, talked about, about this a little bit. Yes, yeah. when we watched the Free Britney documentary on Hulu. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a documentary on Hulu to kind of get you caught up on all of this. It is depressing, I will tell you yep. right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, in 2008, to catch you up in Brie, please... Stop me yeah, if no, I, yeah, I want to hear your Britney, because uh, I've done a deep dive on everything. Yeah, so my understanding as kind of a layperson and a non-Britney stan um, is that... I didn't that start out a Britney stan. She had a kind of break in 2008. She had kind of a, a very public meltdown. And in her defense, I don't know how I would react if the paper and the media daily was like painting me as a crazy yeah, person. I mean, the paparazzi was just like hounding her for years yeah. and years and they were doing terrible things that we don't see anymore. Right. I, I, really, I think that that has tapered off because of things like this. Like people are just sick yeah. of clearly exploiting other people. Like paparazzi would follow people, take pictures Borderline of the Borderline like, like assault them. Yeah. yeah. And like that there's like laws now because certain celebrities like Kristen Bell came out and said, you can't take pictures of our kids. Yeah. Like, and that's a law now. You can't take pictures of yeah. celebrity kids. But Britney basically had enough of it in 2008 and, and jacked up a dude's car. Shaved her head. And very famously. Like, the damage, I would also argue that that was exactly what they wanted her to do oh, to a degree. Oh, well, and she also, she went into rehab. Right. So for undisclosed things. So. It was just this perfect storm for someone who wanted to take advantage of her to take advantage of her. And it mm-hmm. sounds like that's what happened. So they established... They used her kids as leverage against her. Yeah, they established this conservatorship, which is basically like, as an adult, you're signing your life away and your caretake, you're like your caretaking, you're signing it over to someone. Like well, you're saying... Like power of attorney, yeah. You can have authority over everything that I do effectively. Yeah, like power of attorney. And the issue with that is that it's really... You can force someone to basically get into it. Like you said, they were using her kids as leverage. 
but it's very yeah, they're difficult. Like, if you don't get into the conservatorship, you can't see your kids because right. they like they had taken the kids away. That's what this documentary is saying. And yeah. that looks like it's very it's easier to get someone into this than to get it's them out. not very well known that anyone gets out of these things. Like a lot of people don't get out of them because it's only used on people that are very elderly, have dementia, things like that. It's right. never really supposed to be used on young, healthy people. Right. It's something that you effectively live out your last decade or so of your life mm-hmm. under. Yeah. Uh, the problem with Brittany with this is that she's a young, healthy person still. Yeah. And she's made it very clear that the last 13 years of the conservatorship has been very bad. She was on a Zoom, um, basically meeting with a judge. She was in court over this. And she's trying really hard to get this, um, basically the conservatorship like dissolved. dissolved. Yeah, she says... Um, talking about her dad, the control he has over someone. Yeah, her dad is the conservator. We should say yes. that. So she was talking to the judge on this um, court appearance, and she said, the control he had over someone as powerful as me, he loved the control uh, to hurt his own daughter 100,000%. He loved it. She talked about how um, basically she had to live with the people that she worked with, the people who basically controlled this conservatorship, and they basically forced her to work seven days a week with no rest, even when she was um, not feeling well. They took away all of her possessions, like her credit card, cash, phone, passport, mm-hmm. placing them in a home where they work with the people who live with them. It's just, she basically said that they have her on drugs that she doesn't want to take. They have her with a psychiatrist she doesn't trust. It's just, yeah. it sounds like an effective public kidnapping, basically. Yeah, right. Like a legal kidnapping. Yeah, and um, Relevant Magazine has a really good write-up of this talking about how um, basically it's the balance between they're saying, you know, Emily Brown from Relevant says, okay, Britney Spears is not closely related to Christian music or like the Christian circle, Mm -hmm. but this is something that the church needs to be aware of because mental health issues are everywhere in every circle. Yes, and we like to ignore them. And I think that someone like Britney Spears, who's clearly like on the better side of her mental health issues, needs to be able to heal and needs to be able to get freedom back from that. And especially under this very specific circumstance where she says here, um, I'm reading this quote from the article. I wanted to tell the world I'm okay and I'm happy, but that's a lie. I just thought maybe if I said that enough, maybe I could become happy because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I'm traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling the truth. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. I cry every day. So this yeah, has been her it's reality. So sad, and this is really the first time she's ever spoken out against it, like right. that she wants it completely dissolved. Because she said in the article that she didn't think anybody would believe her. Yeah, which is terrible. It's just so sad. She yeah. was like, "How could that happen to Britney?" You know, like she didn't think anybody would believe her, and it's caused this whole like free Britney movement where people are like, "Hey, we see what's happening. Right. Are you okay?" Right. And up until now, she's like, "No, I'm fine. I'm happy." Because she felt so, like, judged. Like, she would never get out of it. She had to fake it the whole time. So, she's really sad. Um, And she actually, like, she was... I I don't know. It's just so sad. I'm glad that she's finally, like, speaking out. And I'm hoping that, you know, the judge and the court will make the right decisions on that. And Because she doesn't need to be under conservatorship. Like, she doesn't. And what's wild to me of all of this, I can even understand if someone that you love is, they've lost their faculties and they can't take care of things. They haven't, something went wrong in their brain where they can't effectively run their life. Mm -hmm. I get that. But you shouldn't be able to like actively make money off the person that you're taking care of. Yeah, the people that are her conservators make a ton 
ton. Like it's of financial money. advantageous for them to keep her under that conservatorship, yeah, rather than course. to let her get healthy again and be able to get off of it. Have autonomy. It, it really yeah. feels Have like their own debit card. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like, and we've said this. It usually applies to older people. This is something that is being used beyond its reasonable application. It feels yeah, like definitely and beyond its intended purpose. Right. This mm-hmm. is something that. These things aren't a factor in this. Like these laws, like you can't profit off of someone under your conservatorship. Mm-hmm. They weren't written like that because it wasn't supposed to be used this way. Yeah, it wasn't. So it feels like a goof that it even happened in the first place. But I'm hoping I think so that- too. I think that bad people in her life took advantage of her mental health crisis. Yeah. And used it against her. Used yeah. a weird, like archaic kind of thing. And I don't know. It's just so sad to me. Yeah. And that's the so. thing. Like if I've... I haven't been in horrible bouts of depression, but if I'm in a bad enough one, I would sign whatever. I just wouldn't care, right? So, I mean, like, that's that's hard to put yourself in her shoes and think, yeah. well, people are probably going to think, well, how would she even do that? Like, well, if you're in a bad enough way, you just kind of listen to the loudest well, voice in the room. and the only room. thing she really cared about it was her kids in the first yeah. place, and they were threatening to, like, you can't see your kids unless you do the conservatorship. So, yeah. it's so, just so sad. I'm, I'm hoping that... Hoping that it comes to a good conclusion for her. Yeah, for sure. Soon. We're going to keep following later. that yeah, because of course. that's someone who. I mean, it's going to be top news for until she's out of it. Yeah, or something develops in the case. So, Britney Spears is one of the bigger people in our just culture. So, we yep. are going to be keeping tabs on that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And topic number three. Okay. So, topic number three. The National Park Service has some very important information for us that they did in a social media post. Would you like to hear it? It's I would very important. It. Very yes. important. So I'm just going to read it to you okay. the way that it's written because I'm ready. this is amazing and hilarious. This is from the official National Park Verified Checkmark yes. National Park Service. This the is blue what they check. said. Yes, blue check. It says read. Please don't run from bears or push your slower friends down in attempts of saving yourself. As a follow-up to a previous post, if you come upon a stationary bear, move away slowly and sideways. This allows you to keep an eye on the bear and avoid tripping. Moving sideways is always non-threatening to bears. Do not run, but if the bear follows, stop and hold your ground. Like dogs, they will chase fleeing animals. Do not climb a tree. Both grizzlies and black bears can climb trees. Do not push down a slower friend, even if you think the friendship has run its course. <laughs> Stay calm and remember that most bears do not want to attack you. They usually just want to be left alone. Don't we all? Identify yourself by making noise so the bear knows you as a human and not a prey animal. Help the bear recognize you as human. We recommend using your voice. Waving and showing off your opposable thumb means nothing to the bear. <laughs> The bear, be <laughs> the bear may come close, closer or stand on its hind legs to get a better look or smell. A standing bear is usually curious, not threatening. For more tips, check out N- nps.gov subjects bears index htm. P.S. We apologize to any friends who were bought, brought on a hike as bait or were sacrificed to save the group. You will be missed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Image bear resting on a log thinking about bear things at Katmai National Park and Reserve. Wow. Hashtag find your park, hashtag recreate responsibility. Now we were looking into this and it seems like this announcement comes at a pretty relevant time because bear attacks and bear encounters are like 60% higher this year, this past year than they have been before. Like, I think it's because everybody was like inside last year. So they're like, oh yeah, 
got the whole word to ourselves. Time and to then, strut our stuff. Time to strut our stuff. And then now everybody's outside again. And Bears and Bigfoot are out and about right now. Bears so. are like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> what are you? Yeah. What are you? So be aware about bears. That's yeah, don't show thing. me your th- opposable thumbs. That won't do very much. My first instinct would be to give them a big thumbs up. Like, hey. Good job, bear. Hey, bear. I do like that they said to move sideways because I probably wouldn't think of that because yeah. it avoids tripping because you don't want to trip because no. then they'll, yeah. That's, if you have a dog, you know that they're very bear-like. Like, yeah. You just got to act like it's a dog. Act like it's a big act dog. Act like it's a big, scary dog. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the episode this week. We are so happy to be back with you. We will be back next week again for another episode of Tech, Pop Culture, and Trending News. Talk to you soon. Ta-ta.